hundreds of passengers fell ill on a plane from the United Arab Emirates landing in New York City on Wednesday. The whole flight was quarantined, and many were rushed to the hospital, according to the Center for Disease Control. But what really happened aboard Emirates Flight EK-203? Will we ever know? Stick with us for the truth. This is The Cover-Up with Brett Trent. See, anyway, um, 549 people on board this uh, A380 coming in from Dubai. Uh, they got quarantined for, like, several hours at JFK Airport. Everyone on board was, was sick. Uh, the official the official story now is that about 11 people had the flu. The flu. Yeah, isn't that interesting how the story went from 100 people to... No, it's just 11. Yeah, but if you look at like the original uh, call-outs and the original news reports, it was hundreds with uh, unknown illnesses. And I feel like, I mean, most people know the... Like flu-like symptoms are flu-like symptoms. So why would you not just say flu-like symptoms? Why would you say unknown illnesses? You know, officials said. Oh, I mean, like, what are flu-like symptoms? Isn't it just like cover, cough, coughing, fever? You know, sweaty. What? Yeah, nausea. I think. Which is only like symptoms for hundreds of possible illnesses. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in reality it was a chaotic experience for many people. I, yeah, well, I think my, my favorite part of this whole story. So, um, they landed the plane, they quarantined it, ambulances swarmed it, they, you know, went on board, checked everyone out, and I guess after a couple of hours they took some people away and everyone else went on their merry way. But my favorite part is that Vanilla Ice was on board the flight, and, like, people keep, ask, people keep asking him to comment, and he's like, I was just on the flight. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, he's not a doctor. He's no, he has no reason. Just, oh, you're someone who was famous once. Why don't you talk to us about it? Yeah, Robert Matthew Van Winkle. That's a fun fact. That's Vanilla Ice's real name. Is he, oh, is he the artist formerly known as Vanilla Ice? I don't know what he prefers to go by. I mean, as much as you still can be known for something that happened 30 years ago. God, is it really 30 years? Whatever. I mean, I, mean, I remember it. Um. He was apparently, he was a, oh, I bet you are, you, you old fuck. Uh, apparently, he was on the upper deck, like, because uh, it's a two-story airplane. I've never been on an airplane that big before, but he was up on that, which is where, like, first oh, class Oh, boy, was. howdy, I've never been on an airplane that big before. <laughs> I've never like, been on an airplane that big in Alabama. Not like you city slickers. <laughs> no, but uh, the comments that he's been giving is just like, oh, it was the poor people below me. You know, they were the the business class. <laughs> <laughs> but Vanilla Ice, uh, thankfully, he's okay. God, if anything happened to Vanilla Ice, I don't know what I would have done. So I, I do want to just quickly say that this, uh, I, I'm stealing from somebody from the net of the upper discord. So whoever you are, kudos. But this would make a great scenario seed because I think one of the interesting... So you land this plane full of something terrible and agents have to get on it. And what's nice about it is that you strip the agents of all their weapons because there's no way they can get weapons into the airport into the security cordon. So you really put them on their, put them on their toes and they can actually solve the problem. And it's so, it's so media-saturated that you can't just, like, kill everyone. The plane's already landed. You can't kill everyone on board and you can't... Uh, you know, like, you're stuck actually solving the problem, coming up with a really interesting prosaic explanation, so I really like that as a scenario, Steve. Oh, you can't solve it by rolling firearms repeatedly? Yeah. 
Well, you can, but then you're forced to roll more firearms as the police come in. Oof. Fight off all of the NYPD. Yeah. It's just like that one level on uh, Call of Duty. And anyways, uh, so if we're turning this into a Delta Green scenario seed, what could what could some of the possibilities be for like this mysterious flu-like symptoms? I've actually been on kind of an, an info hazard, hazard kick after running into one in, in, in a game someone ran for me. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if the idea was that somebody on the plane was exposed to some sort of harmful information and it spread throughout the plane and they don't want it to get off the plane, but you can't just kill everyone on board. So the the flu-like symptoms is just a cover? Yeah, flu-like symptoms is a cover, but what's really happening is there's some sort of information hazard in there. Um, and just in case people aren't sure what that is, like say there's a bit of text that you read, and once you read it, it begins to worm its way into your head, like you can't can't unlearn it, and it, you, uh, it is a damaging, has a damaging effect. Like the most obvious info hazard is what, the king in yellow, right? Yeah, exactly. Like have you seen the yellow sign, that kind of so, thing. Something similar, similar to that. You board the plane and it's an entire ballroom inside. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's great. Uh, so, like, uh, I think an interesting solution to something like that would be that you use some repurposed uh, Majestic Twelve technology taken from the Greys that uses like a like a Men in Black uh, mind erasure style thing. But if you use it too much or too heavily, it can like seriously damage someone's brain or something. Also, oh, literally, Deus Ex Machina. Well, I mean, no, no, no. Yes. I feel like if my handler was like, "There's something on that plane, and here's a gray mind erase gun," I'd be like, "Well, this is boring." Now I just roll gray mind erase gun instead of firearms. Or, uh, you know, instead of it erasing it, like it transfers the memories to you or someone else. Yeah, just just an interesting way to do it. Or you could probably, I guess, quarantine everyone on the plane that's been infected. But you have to ask questions to find out if someone is like really infected or not. And in doing so, you risk becoming infected yourself. Yeah, it'd be interesting, it'd be interesting if you had agents who were not infected with the info hazard, but they were given like clues or, or like ticks or tells they had to look for, it, but they... Instinctively, would know, like, don't dig too deep, but you have to dig deep enough to figure out if this is true or not. Yeah, my the way I'm think, seeing it is that the program has probably run into symptoms of this before, and they're trying to figure out what the original vector, the original cause is. And so your job is to interrogate these people, get enough information that you can put it together without actually being directly exposed to it and infected by it. And that's if it's an info hazard. What if it's uh, some sort of sinister germs or something? Yeah, I mean, you can certainly go like the bioterror angle, you know, weaponized Ebola or, you know, some sort of... Oh, that now that could be interesting. Like, it's, it's not a mythos thing, but we're going to send you guys in there just in case. Well, I mean, plus, you know how I like my Delta Green, and it's not very mythosy. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Ebola or something is, like, zombie flu is the cover-up, and then inside everybody's been breathing uh, Mego fungal spores or whatever. Yeah, there's there's tons of ways you could flip this into uh, 
touchscreen scenario seeds. I also think two other interesting twists would be, and these are obviously not original, but one would be that someone realizes that, that this plane landed like two hours ago. So like, oh no. Or the other one is that this plane has been missing for X amount of time. Wait, so it landed two hours ago, so these same people are now walking around the terminal outside the quarantine? Well, no, like, so, like, the pl- the plane the plane calls in and says, like, you know, Emirates 203, push and land, whatever, and the guy, like, does it, and his supervisor's like, I-, I landed that plane two hours ago, and they look over, and there's, like, another Emirates plane landed. I'm like, this is just the same <laughs> plane again. Oh, that is good. Oh, that's that's creepy. I, I-, I like Karen's angle, too, though, that, like, the people have caught their connecting flights or they've gone home or so this is just stop repo but with people i guess i think i think if you wanted it to feed into a campaign you would do it so that the first plane is already uh disboarded and then for a one shot it would be you have these two planes in quarantine they're otherwise exactly the same you have to figure out which one is the real one or if either of them are real <laughs> yeah, exactly so anyway, so anyway, that was a little cre- creepy little story that popped up. You know, luckily it was just, I mean, some flu and. Well, hopefully, isn't this? There's there's a number of like media properties where this is how things start, like the division, the the strain, and uh, episode one of Fringe. I've been told starts pretty similarly. I think it, you know, like like cruise ships are horrifying, and you should never be on one, and that's a whole other discussion, but. Oh like god. Planes are like just these like perfect incubators for disease and I think we're I think we're lucky that we don't have more like horrible outbreaks on planes. Well that's why if you've ever been on a plane and you've been really really cold, they're trying to keep it cold so that the symptoms are less likely to spread. Yeah, exactly. Like a hot plane is just like a petri dish. Mhm. But uh that's a good scenario, Seed. Operation Vanilla Ice coming to a game table near you. This is Brent Trent signing off. Remember, keep your ear to the ground and your eye to the skies.